to everyone tuning into this broadcast, blessings be upon you. I'm not ashamed to say Merry Christmas to you, and today is the best day of your life. Amen. And amen. At the end of the year, to those of you here for your first time, we always focus on the cleansing of our hands and what the Bible says in preparation for the new year. We're going to be in the book of Isaiah. Find chapter 1. The book of Isaiah chapter 1. And to everyone listening and watching this broadcast, amen. I pray that your morning has been just divinely designed by God and that you are enjoying the celebration of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I know it, it's a cliche sometimes, but some of us really do mean it. Jesus is the reason. You got it for the season. Amen. Amen. The book of Isaiah chapter 1. Isaiah says some very powerful words and reminds us of what God has for us on today. Isaiah began his ministry talking about judgment, hope, and restoration. And Isaiah deals with the articles of concern for the nation. Israel had a choice they had to make, and certainly on today we have a choice we have to make. And I hope and pray that many of you have already made the choice. There's an old hymn that says, I have decided <laughs> to follow Jesus. And I love that it says, no. And then it said it again, no turning back. You have to make a choice today, just like Israel did, make the choice to follow Jesus. The cleansing of our hands. Chapter 1, please find verse 16. Pastors reading from the Amplified Bible. When you have an opportunity, I encourage you to go back and read verses 1 through 15. Please write that down so you can get a full view of what Isaiah was dealing with. Verse 16, Isaiah says, Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Put away the evil. Put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do that which is evil. God wants us to know today, wash ourselves. How do we wash ourselves with the word of God? And today we're going to be dealing with spiritual washing and physical washing. I'll say more about that in a few minutes. Look at your Bible. He says, wash yourselves. That means you have to make an effort. That means it's something you need to do. First of all, all of us have to acknowledge there's areas in our lives that need to be cleaned. Amen. And I may be good at hiding it from you. You may be good from hiding it from someone you know. But none of us can hide. Why don't the real people say amen? 
He says, first acknowledge that we need to wash ourselves. And he said, don't just wash yourself to be doing something. Look at your Bible. He says, make yourselves dirty. Make yourselves what? Look at your neighbor and say, make yourself clean. Stop depending on somebody else to come in and do what God has already told you to do. Make yourself clean. You can go before God. We know that now since Christ was born, since Christ lived, since salvation is reigning now. We know that we have the right to go before him and say, Lord, wash me. And, and, and as a faith walker, as a maturing Christian, I don't want to be washed just on the outside. I'm talking to myself. Let me come over here. I say, I don't want to be washed just on the outside. Because there may be some things on the inside that I've been holding on to that I need God. Wash me, Lord, and get it off of me. Some people have been carrying anger and hurt and worry. We need to wash ourselves and be made clean. Look at what he says in verse 16. God says, put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes. You may think you're hiding from God. Woo! You may think God doesn't see what, how you're living when you know better. Because when you know better, the Bible requires that we, come on church folk, that we do better. He says put away evil. Stop doing evil when you know you ought to be doing good. Don't say, Lord, I'm going to live for you three days a week, but four days a week I'm going to do my own thing. That's evil. Say amen church. He says, get it from before my eyes. And then if that wasn't enough, look at 16. He says, cease to do evil. Make up your mind. I'm not going to live the way I used to live. That's the world system. I don't want to be connected to the world system. I want to be connected to God's kingdom. Because the kingdom is never going, oh, let me come down. Please look at pastor. The kingdom of God is never going to make sense to the world. If you know I'm right, say amen real loud. The world always spews about hate and getting even. The Bible doesn't say that. Jesus came to bring peace. Where did he come to bring peace? The Bible says peace on. Where do you dwell at? Why don't you have peace in your home, peace on your job, peace with your relationships? Somebody say, Lord, I receive that. He says, cease to do evil. Make up your mind, Lord, as I close out 2022. I don't want to go in the new year doing what I used to do. Please help pastor out. Get your finger out. Everybody watching the broadcast, come on, get it out at home. Let them have it. And shake your finger at your neighbor. Say, if you know better, do better. But all my friends are doing it when you know better. But pastor, you don't know. Everybody on social media is doing it when you know better. 
Look at what God has to say in verse 17. Some of you already read it. He said, learn to do right. Train yourself. Practice doing right. Please look at pastor. It's not hard to do wrong. You know why it's not hard to do wrong? Because we don't teach this enough in churches. It's not hard to do wrong because the Bible says we're born into sin. Born into sin. Born into wanting to get angry. You have to train yourself. Lord, help me to do that which is right. Lord, I need to practice doing that which is pleasing unto you. Because the more you practice it, it becomes second nature. When people come at you one way, you don't get all bent out of character. You don't allow people to disturb your ground. Say amen, church. I love the word of God. Learn to do right. Learn to do right. You can learn a second language. You need to learn to do right. You can learn how to, uh, a new task on your job. Learn to do that which is right. You can learn how to hook up the social media. Learn to do that which is. And look at what God says. Point number two, he says, seek justice. Seek justice. Relieve the oppressed. When you know someone's hurting, that's not the time to point your finger and tell them, I told you so. The oppressed needs to be picked up and shown some TLC. Somebody say amen. It's a jacked up thing, man, when somebody's constantly, oh, I wish I had time to go there. Hey. Ah. Any group of people, I can't go there, that's constantly pushed down and oppressed, there is a reckoning. Let the Spirit fill the rest of it in for you. Seek justice. Look at 17. Relieve the oppressed. And correct the oppressor. You don't have to keep your mouth closed when you know something's right. You can speak up in love. You don't have to curse every other word. Say amen. I got a curse. I, well, we say we don't, most people don't say curse. They say cuss. I got a cuss because that's the only reason they'll hear me. No, it's not. I'm a new creation in Christ. I don't have to curse. I don't have to swear. Some of y'all quiet. You must have been cursing. I don't have to get all bent out of character. Listen, I can tell you about the love of God. Treat me how you want to treat me. I'm only held responsible how I treat you. Learn to do that which is right. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Relieve the oppressed and correct the oppressor. That's why you see your pastor stand here every Sunday and declare in Jesus' name that our heavenly connections are stronger than the worldly connections because the oppressor of this world think he's running stuff, but shake your finger and say the devil's not running anything. See, some of y'all let him get comfortable in your house. Devil's not running anything. Don't let him get comfortable on your job. Get your hand up. Say, the devil's, shake it. Say, not running anything. Don't let him get in your children, in your husband, in your loved ones. The devil, 
is not running anything. Look at what he says. He says, defend the fatherless. Defend the fatherless. When's the last time you defended someone? When's the last time you really went the extra mile to try to show someone that you care? So I say, God loves you. Yes, God loves you, but he expects us to show his love. And we know here at Emmanuel, love is a what? Love is an action word. He said, defend the fatherless. Plead for the widows. And I, I want to throw this in there. I had people say to me sometimes, Pastor White, I was just talking, this, talking about this last week. It seems like you have a soft spot for senior citizens. Yes, I do. Because I'm kind of old school. I was raised, you say, yes, sir. I know some of y'all don't agree with that now. That's fine. And you said, no, ma'am. You didn't walk in a room without speaking. You held the doors open. Even when a senior person was talking and maybe they didn't get it quite right, you didn't say, that ain't right. Oh, some of y'all quiet. Because if you spoke up, you might get a backhand, a side hand. I can't say a shoe on TV, can I? You have a soft spot for senior citizens. Yes, I do, because the Bible says we are to carry each other's burdens. And somebody say, look at that old person moving so slow. Don't you know if it wasn't for the grace of God, you could be dead? If God is good enough to allow you to live to where you can walk slow, you better be kind to somebody today. If you're kind to someone today, you don't know four years later that same kindness will come back to you. Somebody say amen. I love it how he says, in other words, when God is saying here, look at 17, when he says defend the fatherless, plead for the widows, he's saying be concerned about one another. Look at verse 18. Before I go to 18, and that's the kind of world we live in now. Nobody's concerned about each other. People are very, very good at lip service, but not backing it up. Yeah. Verse 18. God says, come now and let us reason together says the Lord. Oh, man. Listen to this. Though your sins, that's plural, not singular, and look at the neighbor and say, yes, you have sins. Tell them. If you're at home, no, look at somebody and say, yes, you have sins. Though your sins, look at your Bible, are like scarlet they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be like wool. All the sins we've ever committed, all the sins from the time you were born to the time we die, all of our sins have been forgiven. And what tickles me, Brother Fred, some people try to pretend I've always been good. Stop telling that lie. 
Because the, the issue is now is you have to constantly train yourself. Even though I'm saved, I still have to ask the Holy Spirit, set a watch over my body, set a watch over my mouth. Holy Spirit, you know they're trying to disturb my ground. Set that watch. And let me go back to last Sunday. I want to bring this back in to you. I was talking about demonic forces and how demonic forces followed Jesus and the disciples everywhere they went and how their demonic forces still at work today, 2,000 years later, and how their demonic spirits over certain areas in certain cities. That's why you have crime here and crime over here and murder here and stealing here because those are principalities and powers of a demonic force. If you're with me, say amen. amen. But don't misunderstand the word of God. This is what I didn't share with you last week. Even though there's demonic forces at work. And pastor, there are no demonic forces. What do you think make people act the way they act today? Look at somebody, say it's demonic forces. I can't go there either. Even though there's demonic forces at work, this is what the Lord told me to reveal. Two years ago, I was sitting outside during the pandemic. You know how it is when we were on lockdown? Wave at me. We were all on lockdown. Some of y'all was cooking. Some of y'all was walking. You ain't never walked but you was walking during the pandemic, amen, trying all kind of new stuff. So one day I was sitting out back. I'm telling you the true story. Take my glasses off. I got to answer before God. And I said, Father, it seems like the demonic world is just taking over everything. And God said, no, it's not. And I see each one of you in heaven, all of you watching this, hope we remember this day in heaven. So I was sitting out back, and the Lord said, no, it's not. Demonic forces are not winning. He said, close your eyes. I'm sitting outside in broad daylight. Lord said, close your eyes. And I closed my eyes. He said, now open your eyes. And I preached on this. I touched on it just to hear. And I opened my eyes. And I saw angels descending and ascending through the earth. And the Lord told me, he said, now you look everywhere you can see. And I looked all around, and I just saw angels everywhere. The Lord said, don't get it twisted. Remember, the earth is whose? And the fullness? The devil is not a creator. The devil is an imitator. And don't you ever think that his demonic forces are stronger than the angels of God. The angel of God is what watches over us. I have an angel protecting me. Say amen. You have an angel protecting you. Isn't God good? He says, look at verse 18. He says, though your sins are red like crimson, they shall be like wool because the blood of Jesus. What does it do for every born again believer? It cleanses us. It washes us. And I don't want to say white as snow. The important thing is the blood of Jesus washes us clean. Say, I am clean. Stop thinking that you have sin all over you. Say, I am clean. 
Stop thinking because of your past, you can't let it go. It's like the tar baby. Somebody say, I am clean. He says in verse 19, look at it carefully, circle it. We go over this all the time. You have a choice to make. And if you choose God's way, look at what God's going to do for you. Verse 19 says, if you are willing. Somebody say, Lord, I'm willing. Because see, everybody's not willing. Lord, I'm willing. Now put your stuff down and talk to your heavenly father. Say, Lord, I am willing. I didn't come to the end of 2022 for nothing. Lord, I am willing. I haven't been through all this stuff for nothing. Lord, I am willing. That's what God is calling for. God is calling for believers who are willing to do what he asks you to do without having a 10-step manual before you do anything. If you got your 10-step manual, you're not walking by faith. Lord, if you show me this, and you show me this, and you show me that, and you show me this, there's no purpose of you walking by faith. Faith is walking. Faith is stepping out on what you don't know, what you can't see, and totally relying on God. Hallelujah. If you're willing and obedient, two things God says you have to have in your heart. You have to have a willing heart, Write that down. I must have a willing heart. And that doesn't mean jumping back and forth, back and forth. I talked about this last Sunday. That doesn't mean one foot in the world, one foot in the church. A willing heart to live for God and to be obedient to what God has called us to do. That's how you produce. That's how you grow when you are obedient. And I want to say this without apology, blessings to everyone who's here today. Because the Bible says we are to assemble together to encourage each other. He says, if you are willing, look at 19, and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. And in dissecting this message, the good of the land means right here on earth. You can have some peace in your own home. You can have joy in your own home. You can have prosperity in your own home. You shall eat. And God says he'll do this for us. Look at your Bible. If, if we are willing. Don't say, I don't need all that God stuff. That's why you're on the roller coaster. Say amen, somebody. If I'm willing, if I'm obedient, I shall eat the good of the land. But look at how God ends this. Look at verse 20. He says, but if you refuse and if you rebel, you will be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Prophets didn't always have a happy, happy message. It's not my job to stand up here and tell you, oh, everything's great. I'm not going to lie like that. I'll get in trouble. Everything's not great, but God is. And God being great takes care of everything else. Say amen. 
If you refuse, look at your Bible, everybody that's watching, verse 20 says, but if you refuse and rebel. Rebel says when you know something is right and you purposely choose to do that which is wrong, God says you will be devoured. Nothing good will come your way when you kick against the church. Nothing good will come your way when you kick against God. I want to be willing and obedient because I want to eat the good of the land. Somebody say amen. amen. If you refuse and rebel, you'll be devoured for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Please close your Bibles. To everyone watching this broadcast, we love you, praying for you and praying with you. And we're getting ready to enter into the cleansing of our hands. And I want to say to everyone watching, when you have an opportunity let these words sink into your heart. If I am willing and if I am obedient, I can join in in eating the good of this land. God does not just want to bless you in heaven. The Bible says peace on earth. Jesus came to earth. Jesus says, I have come that you might have life and that you may have it more abundantly. All this is possible when we put our trust and our hope in Almighty God. And as we go forward today, close your eyes, see yourself being washed on the inside. See yourself being cleansed from some things that have been troubling you. Things that have been nagging you. See yourself being clean. Wash yourself. Make yourself clean. Prepare yourself for what God has in store. And what God has in store for the body of Christ is going to be spectacular in 2023. I can't wait to share what God has given me for the Emmanuel Church. We walk by faith and not by sight. To everyone watching this broadcast, love you, God bless you, and look forward to you joining us here next Sunday. Amen. Clap your hands. I know you received the word.